Now give me the downbeat, maestro. Welcome to Rick's Rock Shop, your blast off to the weekend. For the next two hours, we're going to play psychobilly, cowpunk, rockabilly, surf, and all sorts of rock and roll. So loosen your tie, ditch the tool belt, turn off the work text, and turn up the volume. Welcome to Rick's Rock Shop, your launch pad for the weekend. Today is Friday. The weekend is here. That's very exciting. Hope you're either done with work or on your way home. And we've got a very exciting show planned for you today. First of all, it's Cinco de Mayo. So happy Cinco de Mayo. Uh, Mexican victory over France in 1862. Uh, a lot of people don't know what Cinco de Mayo is, so I thought I'd share that with you. It's often confused with Mexico Independence Day, and it's not. <laughs> but... Uh, and it's more celebrated in the U.S. than it is in Mexico. It's a bigger holiday for us than for them. And uh, it is the number one 
drinking day of the year in the U.S. Hmm. <laughs> including St. Patty's Day? Including St. Pa- Patty's Day is two. Holy moly. Can you believe wow. it? That's including my surprising. Birthday. Yeah. <laughs> so as you can hear, I've got guests in the studio today. I've got fellow DJ and um, the brains behind the band Octavate, Prosty. What's up? How you doing? Good to be here. And Prosty's going to help me because we have a band today live in the studio. We have Dentist. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so I'm going to ask if you go around, we'll go from my left to my right, and you can introduce yourselves and say what you do. Uh, my name is Emily. I play bass, and I am the lead singer of Dentist. Hey, I'm Matt, uh, and I play the drums and sing backup. Uh, my name is Justin. I play guitar and sing backup, too. Very cool. And uh, they're going to be playing live for us in about... 20 minutes or so, 25 minutes, half an hour. So definitely stay tuned. You'll want to hear that. And you guys are going to be playing live tonight at, uh, out at the club. Want to mention where you're going to be? Faces Brewing. There you go. <laughs> In lovely Malden, Massachusetts. Where is it? Malden? Malden, yeah. Nice. That'll be our first time visiting Malden. Is this your funny. first time visiting or playing in Boston or the Boston area? We've, we played one other time in Boston. Nice. But it was, that was a little while ago at this point, I want to say. That was like 2018, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's not that long ago. I don't that's think fair. that's that long ago. Yeah. Either. You don't? No. Yeah. yeah. That's Especially because we 19, lost like 20. two yes. years. We lost two years. That's five yeah. years yeah, ago. Yeah, exactly. That's Coronavirus is that chunk <laughs> yeah. of nothingness. Yeah. Where did that's you wild. play? Do you remember what the name of the place was? O'Brien's. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a awesome. landmark. That's yeah. a landmark. Yeah. I used to yeah. live on that street. I used to actually, I would be able to walk there, and there were three bands all around there. There was O'Brien's, and there was the Kells, and my cousin was in a band, um, and he would get, when I was in college, he would get me in on the guest list. I was 18, <laughs> nice. looking, watching the Boston scene, and O'Brien's was one of those awesome like loud clubs. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. Is, is everything cool. still going on the same there? Yes. No. no. no? Great Scott's gone. Well, I was O'Brien's yeah. is the same, but that neighborhood is definitely changing. Yeah. It's it's frustrating because that that neighborhood of Boston is called Alston. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. And it used to be known as Alston Rock City, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. there's not much rock there anymore. No. Oh. What's hap- what's happening there now? Gentrification. Mm. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Real estate everywhere. prices through the roof ev- everywhere. Yeah. Mm. How's Asbury Park? Gentrification. Yeah, Gentrification. Like really? Yeah, sure. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a there's probably about four times the amount of people living in Asbury that there were five years ago. Yeah. Really? They just oh. keep uh, keep building up uh, condos and stuff. Oh. But yeah, there's like still very, a lot of fun stuff to do. Very expensive condos. So right. you can't move into Asbury unless you're very, very rich. That that's what happened to the town I live in right now. I couldn't move there now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you just keep going further and further out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. Well, Asbury has a bit of a musical history. You have Southside Johnny and the Asbury Jukes. You have Bruce Springsteen. And more recently, one of my favorite bands that I play here a lot is the Black Flamingos. Mm-hmm. Nice. So pretty good scene there, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. No, I, it, it's a great place to see music. Um, I think, you know, during the on season, like the summer, you could probably find music on any given night of the week somewhere. Sure. That's the good thing is even though there's all the gentrification, like we mentioned, there's still live music that you can catch at a lot of places. That's good. Nice. Yeah. I think I think Asbury is kind of the music epicenter of New Jersey. Oh, um, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. As, as, right? Would it you feels, say any? 
feels that way. Any other yeah. city kind of competes. Yeah. I guess Jersey City would be kind of close, mm-hmm. close behind. Mm-hmm. It used to be New Brunswick, which was kind of like the, they called it like the basement scene. You know, they had mm-hmm. a lot of house shows by Rutgers University and stuff. We all used to play shows around that area, but right. that kind of went away. But Asbury stayed strong. That's, That's good cool. to hear. All right, so are there all different types? You know how there's like a whole bunch of different types of of place of venues, right? There's the small place that you can't fit in and there's no stage. There's the bigger place where there is a stage, but you can't fit and then the bigger. And then there's one where it's not even a bar. You have to only sell tickets and they're 300, you know, four or five. Are, are all of those types of venues there or is it concentrated into kind of one type? There, you know, uh, we actually lost a venue recently, the Saint, which was the medium-sized club mm. um but there's a you know on cookman there's a pretty decent uh concert space yeah there's uh, i mean i think that it's it's been interesting with the pandemic and stuff like you know even like the little restaurants in town where you know having live bands come out we used to play those shows mm. and, yeah but you know there's there's everything from uh you know 50 person rooms to i mean we have Probably the biggest would be the Stone Pony Summer Stage, which yes. is uh, that's like five thousand out outside with the big, you know, um, kind of amphitheater style stage. Right. So you can see, you know, uh, a, a wide variety of bands, and um, but yeah, with the with the pandemic, some of the cool spaces like the breweries and like Emily mentioned, the Saint, which is probably the longest running venue um, in Asbury next to the Stone Pony. Um, a lot of them just kind of have been struggling or haven't made it right or right. you know moving locations things like that just kind of pricing out of asbury yeah here it's been a little bit of whack-a-mole you know one club goes down and then another one pops up somewhere else but it's a little bit further out but then you see cities and towns becoming music hubs uh, not too far from us is lowell massachusetts and it had some really rough years it was very heavy industrial city and you know all those kind of places really suffered and uh, now it's got this thriving music scene, which is great. Mm-hmm. You, got, you go into these old mills and there's practice spaces and there's stages and clubs. And it, yeah. it's, a, it's a really good thing to see. Worcester's the same way. It's a little bit bigger. I think Worcester's like the third biggest city in, in uh, Massachusetts, but same thing. But it's very uh, punk and metal. You know, yeah. there's not a lot of rock around. Like the Boston scene, which is like grown, like you said, to Lowell and Worcester, a lot of metal, a lot of punk, but just not a lot of rock, and mm. which kind of stinks for me, but probably good for you guys because you're more <laughs> on the punk side, right? Yeah. Not enough surf either. Yeah. I know a couple surf bands here in Boston. We need more. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening out there, come on. High Tide. That's down <laughs> yeah. by us. That's uh, yeah. Vincent and, as you mentioned, the Black Flamingos. Um, he oversees High Tide, uh, rec- right? High Tide Recordings. Yes. Uh, have, have they been on the show? No, oh. I, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think they have. Not your show. Not my show. Okay. No. I don't know who's been on the first wave. Like I said, I've been here a year now. They've been going for at least five. Yeah. And they've. This is the third banner, and it's just full of. And this doesn't include you know people who come in and talk who are promoters who, or who own breweries that book clubs and everything. These are the, just the bands. And so there's this constant flow of people coming in and out. And it's one of the missions of the station is to promote local, local music, uh, music in the New England area. Obviously, this is where we exist. We're on the Internet, so we can be heard anywhere. Uh, but, you know, it's, it, it's our home, so 
that's what we that's what we talk about and that's the people we bring in so mm -hmm. this is really cool having a band in from new jersey it's great to be here yeah, yeah. thank you for having Very excited. us so I have some musical questions for you, and I'm going to use my little card just uh, as a, as a um, to help me out here. So making a scene start, starts off with a song, Check the Calendar. And that song really comes out of the gate. It's really got a lot of tempo and drive and energy and everything. Were you making a statement having that your first song? It, it originally wasn't going to be our first song. It was kind of um, a last second change almost. Mm -hmm. but, yeah. Um, I think we're all happy with the with the opening track, but yeah, I yeah, it's like more of a, a yeah. bang. I personally, it is. Yeah. It definitely is. I love it. I personally like. Thank you. I've I've thought about that with other albums too, like out like albums where the where the first song is really gets you excited about the album, like uh, like Burnout on Dookie comes to mind. Yeah, or I'm like, thinking of Running with the Devil. <laughs> oh sure, that. <laughs> or like um, another one I always thought about was uh, uh, Tired of Sex on Pinkerton. Oh yeah. That, mm -hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Well, Zeppelin, you can't beat Zeppelin. Yeah, you know, sure. First song on the first album. But when no. I listen to your music, um, I know some places describe you as surf. Some describe you as indie. I hear a whole bunch of different things. Um, how do you consider yourselves? I think uh, originally when the band started um, about 10 years ago, our, we wanted to be more surf right. um, than anything else. We were like really into like uh, waves and best coast and uh, the Beach Boys and we wanted to bring that style in and as we continued writing it became more indie um, but right. we still tried or to keep a little surf in there. It also got a little more punk almost. And, yeah well this last album especially yeah. I think. A lot of times now we like to say surf punk. Surf, yeah. surf punk. I think that's a perfect. There definitely punk. is a yeah there definitely is a punk feel in there yeah. Yeah. absolutely. Well, I had a question for Justin. So I was listening to a number of songs. I was listening to all the songs. That's all. You guys are pretty much all I've been listening to the last week because <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to be ready. And uh, three songs jumped out at me, New Dress, Understand It, and Night Swimming. And I feel like I'm hearing some new wave influence in there. I'm, um, Night Swimming, in particular, kind of the guitar sound kind of reminded me of The Cure a little bit. Yeah, other people, other people have made that comparison with that song. Um, I don't think I was, I was thinking about the, the Cure when I, when I wrote that guitar riff. Um, mm -hmm. I was, I'm not even really, I don't even remember at this point wh where that, <laughs> where that one came from. Um, maybe um, subconscious. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I was probably. A lot of times I do think about it, like I'll be listening to a song, I'll be like, I want to make a song like that song. Right, right. And that's, that's the genesis of, of some stuff for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, but I can't exactly remember if, if, if there was something uh, I was thinking about or if I was just messing around. Wasn't there like a, oh man, there was a newer band that we were listening to around that time. That it, it could be. It was like Priests or something. There, <laughs> what what were the other songs you mentioned? I might have a better answer. Uh, let me check my note here. Uh, new dress and understand it. Um, well, new new dress. <laughs> I was actually uh, thinking about dancing in the dark by Bruce Springsteen. Oh, okay. <laughs> Even though you probably don't hear that at all. If you um, listen to it, I think I think you could pick up on yeah, it. Now I'll hear it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then um, I'm sorry, I keep forgetting. What was the other one? <laughs> uh, understand it. Understand it. That one, that one to me sounds more like an Always song. Do, do you know that uh, band? Who? Always with two V's. No, I don't. Um, 
I'll you, look them up. You now. should say, yeah, you would like them. They're, they're I thought around. that was. Uh, I think you're thinking of never, Justin. Never too, but um, yeah. I also think uh, the guitar riff. I don't know. I think uh, I think Emily was the main driving force behind um, uh, that last one. Understand it. Understand it. <laughs> I keep forgetting the names of the song. I think under the the most interesting thing about Understand It was we pretty much had a goal of writing an album with twelve songs, which was something that our label had kind of some influence on. Interesting. And, um, we had 11 songs written and uh. we basically were just like we need to write one more song so i think we got that one together in like one day and we didn't really think it was gonna be great you know yeah but when we well, went to the studio it, and actually when we got the song back from the studio the first mix yeah we were like this this might be our favorite see you're not gonna like this but that is the exact story that warrant used to tell about cherry pie yeah yeah it's it's funny too like we've you know with this we were with we've been with um cleopatra records for the last two albums and you know they they gave us a lot of uh insight on things and and working with their teams that we hadn't really was something we hadn't really done in the past working with mm -hmm. more indie labels and right. local labels and uh it seems to be that you never you know as a band you you never think that uh, the song that winds up getting picked by the PR and the label right. and stuff is the one that's going to be popular or the one that you like the best. So they pick so. the song, not you. Well, no, it's a, it's a team effort, team but effort. just their I, insight. You I know, think we like mostly like put it off because we were the songs that we were picking weren't the ones that everyone was liking. Yeah. So we're like, you know what? Maybe <laughs> we should stop picking the songs right. that we want uh, to be the singles and right. someone else it's, do it. It exactly. takes a lot of pressure off if like someone just... It's like these ones are the best. It's it's yeah. harder for us to decide that. You're too close to them. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You, you, the songs come from a place I I would think deeper inside of you that no one else knows about. So you get you get that attachment that no one else can even comprehend. Right. Yeah. Right. Sure. Right. Well, we I was asking you about the different guitar sounds and and the influences and everything. Now your vocals can be punk. They can be pop. Sometimes they're kind of dreamy. There, there's almost like an ethereal nature to, ethereal nature to mm -hmm. him. Um, and so he's trying to decide what he wants as a guitar to sound like in a song, and you're trying to decide what kind of vocal approach you want to take. How do you, how do you manage that? Um, sometimes if he, uh, if he writes like a, a riff of some sort, I'll kind of make my voice match the tone of the guitar. Gotcha. Um, or vice versa, mm -hmm. I think, right? Like, yeah, well, you'll like, play to like how I just naturally sing it or I'll sing or vice versa. Yeah. yeah, well, like you mentioned, Night Swimming. Yes. Like, like within the guitar riff is the melody to the song. So, right. I, so Emily heard the guitar riff, and then mm -hmm. when she wrote her lyrics, she was like singing what the guitar was doing. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Well, it's funny because I mentioned that, that um, Night Swimming reminded me of the cure. When you're singing Spilled Coffee, I think you kind of sound a little like Debbie Harry, like there's oh. a Debbie, Debbie Harry influence there. That's a nice compliment. Thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really cool. I really like that song. Um, let me see. Um, you, did you, you had a couple questions, right, or no? Well, the, the, I, want, I have a question about a question. So uh, okay. we, we right, were cool. asking about uh, like what genres you thought yourself to be in. Do you like that question? Mm. Do you like mm -hmm. to be labeled? Mm -hmm. um, I don't think that bothers us that much. Yeah, I it's, mean, it'll, if we 
it'll help somebody know whether or not to give us a chance. So that's right. fine. Like, I don't yeah, want to yeah. waste anyone's time if they're not into any right. of those 17 yeah. things that I mentioned. <laughs> yeah, some bands hate it. Some bands are like... Uh, they're they're like above it right, right. Yeah. they're like oh I, don't call me that we're, de- we're definitely not above it like, yeah, yeah like i f- i feel like we fit in a wheelhouse and like people who like a certain style of music are going to be more likely to yeah like what we do but um but yeah it's 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 a totally fine question so sometimes mm-hmm. it's it's a little bit hard to answer mm-hmm. and sometimes when we when we list the bands that we really like um it's not what people were thinking about mm-hmm. either because a lot of people mention like the Go-Go's or, or like Plotty, right. like you said, mm-hmm. and we love those bands, but mm-hmm. we've never consciously been like, we want to sound like right. either of those bands. Mm-hmm. And, but there are like, I could, I could list a bunch of bands where we've, let's hear some, um, <laughs> put you on the spot. That's fair. That's fair. Um, so we're very into, uh, the first thing that pops into my mind, we're very into Jay retard. Oh, okay. Um, uh, we did a little Mrs. Magician, Mrs. Green Magician. Day, Green Day, yeah, um, and then Always and Waves, Waves, and West yeah. Coast, and um, yes, and sometimes you got to go song by song, and right, mm-hmm. you can yep. you can go to a song and be like, I remember we were thinking about this with this particular song, but and you can't hear it at all, but like I'm very influenced by like older modest smells. Oh, cool. Mm. Nice. Very good. Very good. Before 2004. Well, I'm a big surf fan, <laughs> and we play a lot of surf on the show. And when I heard Retired Lifeguard, to me, that sounds like a tribute to the early surf bands of the, of the 60s who started it all. I mean, I can very distinctly hear that. Surf as a genre, though, can, can be a little constraining sometimes. Like, if I were to go to a surf show, I don't think I'd expect to see you guys. And so... I, I guess it's a double-pronged question. Do you feel that that title is constraining? And for Justin, what is it about a, a guitar riff or a guitar part that makes it surf? Well, I, th- I, think, I think for Retired Lifeguard, that's intentionally yeah. like an over-the-top surf riff, like, like, a, like a Dick Dale riff or something. Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, the so Ventures, that, yeah. Yeah so, yeah, so that one is intentionally like almost... Um, Almost a cliche, like it's just mm-hmm. like here, here's a here's an insanely surfy sounding riff. It's so catchy though; it sounds so good. <laughs> right. Um, well, thank you. Um, but uh, but yeah, other other songs we're not thinking as much about. Um, right. Like surf, we're thinking more about punk or indie rock or something. So what what makes you uh, what makes your guitar sound surf? Probably reverb. Reverb. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, and I use like a like a Fender amp. Which, mm-hmm. which is what they were what they were all using. So there's definitely a vintage tone um, and and an element to to the to the guitar sound. But then there's um, also I think I try to intentionally do like a like a '90s thing yeah. as well, like uh, with a, with the distorted sounds and whatnot. Well, the one thing I like about about your band is you know a lot of surf bands to stay on that track for just a minute. It they are very guitar dominated or they can be very guitar dominated it's almost like like some blues bands you have the the bass and the drums keeping time for the guitarist but you guys don't do that all the instruments are heard all the instruments are played very well um, you can you do quite a bit with the bass and and the drums and everything so i think one of the things that's very appealing about you guys is that you are so well balanced musically do you do you take that approach in the studio I think the last album we did, we, pl- we recorded it live 
um, and that was because yeah, that was right. the, that yeah. was the first time we ever did that. Is because um, we, we we've always the studios we worked in prior, the setup was more like um, you're just gonna track everything. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, we would have like a scratch track, and then Matt would lay down his drums, and then we just put everything on top of that. This this time, we had the um, the basic three tracks about just us, uh, of us playing live, mm -hmm. and then we added on top of that, because people always said to us, you know, you sound different live than you sound on your recordings, right. and right. We, we like the way you sound live more. Huh. So, so we were trying to emulate that, and, and I think out of all of our albums, we're, we're most happy with our last album, so I guess. I think the last album has a little more energy to it, and that's probably the approach that you're taking. Yeah, if that's good if it worked out. Yeah, um, I love the bass playing on Power Trip. Yeah, that is so cool. Is that? Did you throw a little something special into that, or is that business as usual for you? Which one? Power Trip. Power Trip. What album? Am I saying the right thing? Well, I think Power Trip was the show. Oh, oh uh, yeah, the show. No, I didn't. Oh, yes, you're right. I meant spilled coffee. I apologize. Spilled, yeah, yeah, <laughs> spilled it coffee. Was, it was. Thank spilled you. Coffee was on the show. Power. Crappy trip. note. Crappy note. All good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm sorry. What was the question? Um, the I just am really impressed with the bass playing oh. on that particular song. Um, Thank you. Did did you do anything different for that, or did you say, did you want to be a little more upfront in that, or or featured? Yeah, I think um, that was probably it. Um, and I did try to push myself a little bit more on yeah. this album too to like play the bass a little bit differently than mm -hmm. you know just a da -da 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 -da. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was definitely like one of the first songs I did a little more rhythmically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. You can I talk to this guy about the bass. <laughs> I play bass. That's it. <laughs> well, his band, he, he wrote all the songs and recorded all the songs, and then he went out and found a band to perform them live. And he stepped back and played, well, I shouldn't say stepped back, but you kind of stepped back and play the bass because I you just, let the other guys I just want to be the bass player now. Like, doing yeah. everything is, yeah. is too yeah. much. It's really it's cool. It's fun to play the bass. It's so fun. Yeah. It's like the calling. And, and when, when I was building the band, I was trying to figure out, should I play guitar or bass? I don't know. I'm, like, interviewing bass, bass players and guitar players, and I was like, fuck this. I'm playing the bass. That's what I want to do. <laughs> I want to play bass. That's it. Do you sing them songs? Uh, I do not. In some in uh, old recordings, I did, but I'm a horrible singer, so um, I now have a great singer, and I don't sing it anymore. <laughs> All right, nice. <laughs> I'd like to little see backup, you know, but yeah. no. I'd like to see you guys on the same bill someday. Did different yes, music, different. That'd be cool. Yeah, but it'd be really cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so we're gonna start wrapping things up here because we'd love to get you playing live. Uh, I think you said you're going to play four songs, maybe? Uh, yes. Oh, that's great. That's great. And uh, do you have anything else you want to add? Plug uh, yourselves. Well, so <laughs> it's Bandcamp Friday, correct? Yeah. It's Bandcamp Friday. Right. So if you, um, if you don't own our last album on vinyl, which you probably don't, you can, uh, you can order that on Bandcamp. It's pink, pink vinyl. Pink vinyl. Pink vinyl. It's, it's called Making a Scene. Um, the the band camp you if you typed in dentist band you would find it we also have t-shirts and various things like that and we'd also love if you followed us at dentist band on all socials and stuff like that am i missing anything i think you'd be uh, great yeah just if you search for us be sure to put band after it because yes yeah you'll never find us no otherwise no never. absolutely not so cinco de mayo band camp friday and tonight at faces, faces. Brewing. Do you guys have plans Big to day. eat Mexican food, or did you already? 
I had pizza. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I don't know what I'm going to do between the end of my show and the beginning of your show. I'm trying to think of where I can stop in Malden or along the way to, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, we stopped, uh, I think it was called Ocho. Ocho? Yeah. Oh, Cafe is, Ocho? Yeah. And oh, it was over really in, good. Over there? Yeah. Really it's awesome. Good. They make the, the uh, guac on the side of the mm-hmm. table. Yep. So we got good. that. We Wait, where is this? Is it close? It's in Westbrook. very close, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got to go. It's great. Yeah, it was really it good. It was really, really good. See, I live like 45 minutes from here and I don't know the area. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Ocho. Yeah. Good to know. Good spot. Okay. Proceed. Are, are, oh, you sorry. have a show tomorrow night too, though, don't you? Or no, no. no. Oh, you're at the wedding night. tomorrow night. I have to go to a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah. that's just kind of a show. You'll probably <laughs> be, be fun, though. dancing and singing yeah. and doing yeah. a backspin. It'll be a shit show. <laughs> shit show. Yeah, that's right. Do you nice. ever get, like, I did photography for a while, and people would say things like, would you shoot my wedding? And I'd be like, well, and, and they expect you to do it for free because they know you. Does anybody ever expect you to play for free at their wedding or anything like that? We've, you guys are above a wedding. No, guys, we've, we've been we're, you have we've been? been asked. We do on occasion. We don't love doing right. stuff like that all the time, but right. you know, if we like you and you know, <laughs> uh, we, we, uh, we've done. We have we have a private party I think coming up at some point this summer. Oh, and cool! What we're trying to say is you can hire us for your wedding if you want. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just all reach right. out for the right. right. We're, we're super cheap. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to renew my vows. Then. <laughs> I, can, I, can I ask one more question? Yes, please, please. So um, there, there's the, the uh, as bands evolve, right? First, you're playing those little shows, like I was saying, with no stage and no room. And then you get to uh, a, a point where you're on a label and you're touring in different states. Tell me about how that transformation from when you went to trying to book your own gigs and, and get out there to like what what happened? What what were the um the the things that happened, I guess, that helped transform you from that one level to the next level? It's it's mainly it's mainly time and continuing to, to do something for a while. Yeah, we've, um, we've just been like on the road for years and years and years and then um, I would also like to say that uh, when Matt joined the band, um, he was—he's very business savvy and uh, smart, and he helped us move along too. You need that. I think. I also think, like, you know, as as we're growing as a band, the things that people say you have to focus on. Right. If you can, if you can think outside the box, like social media is a perfect example. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, we look at social media as a way to be social, communicate with people. Right. You know, meet people and find like-minded bands to play with and right. like-minded labels and you know i think um there's a lot of tools and tricks out there right. that you can kind of take advantage of just uh but it does take time mm. and it takes yes it takes uh it's a full-time job know, research it, it is yeah it's a, it's, so it's more of a gradual thing right so I, it was for us for us it was no, yeah. no specific event was like i no. i think there's there's some bands that are just super lucky early on or i mean not that they're not good bands i mean a lot of these bands i like but they uh, they ended up just getting famous like super quick. Or they just played with they just opened for the right person. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, that right. did it. Right. Um, we have we haven't really had that opportunity yet. Mm. But yeah, we're uh, we just keep keep on keeping yeah. on. Yeah, that's keep awesome. Plugging away. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd like to think the future is bright because you guys are great, and everybody who hasn't heard you before is going to hear that in just a minute. So I'm going to go into the songs here. We're going to play a few songs while you guys go out and get your stuff together. And because it's Cinco de Mayo, we have a rockabilly band from Mexico. 
Awesome. The Boppin' Royals. So we're going to jump right into that. And we will see you live in a few. Great. Thank you nice. so much for having Thanks us. Thanks for having Thank us.
Listening to Rick's Rock Shop on Wave Radio Boston. Welcome back to Rick's Rock Shop. We're here in Littleton, Mass, at the gorgeous Wave Radio Boston studios, and we're ex- really excited to bring you something different today for the Rock Shop. We have live in the studio the band Dentist, all the way from Asbury Park, New Jersey, and yesterday from Burlington, Vermont. So, how was the show yesterday? Good. Very cool, very cool. So they're going to play a few songs for you now. So the floor is yours. Okay, this song is called Check the Calendar.
Thank you, guys. Thank you. How's everybody doing today? This Great is what I would say if I was on stage right now. So I'm just going to go with that. You would say, wow, this is the best looking crowd oh, yeah, I've ever seen. <laughs> you guys are very attractive, by the way. Thank you. What's our second song? Uh, how about Night Swimming? Sure. So that last song was from our newest record. This one's from the record before that. I want to mention that there. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No. Oh, no, please. I want to mention that, uh, like in a club that you go to, there is a virtual tip jar. If you are listening and feel so inclined, it is at Dentist Band. You can search for that, 
And uh, a reminder again that you guys are going to be playing tonight at Faces in Faces Brewing in Malden, Massachusetts. So you were going to say something, Emily? I probably wasn't. I'm <laughs> probably just going to go. Um, so mm. you're trying to think of something to say. <laughs> That's okay. We can go <laughs> right into the next one. <laughs> you guys still doing good? Still doing good. All right, great. All right. Uh, I think we're going to play another song now. Alone in the Garden. All right, this next song is another is uh, another one from our newest album.
surface of our song, Love in the Garden. Oh. I, we I know, I think we messed up. We could do, we can do both. What, what do we do miss? Both. <laughs> we'll do them both. What did we miss? Okay. All right, this one's called Alone in the Garden. I just found out a little bit ago that this is our most popular song on Spotify. <laughs> I don't know if I believe that. But that's what I'm being told. You can check. <laughs> I, I also don't believe it. All right. I made it up, that's true. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. We'll be at uh, Beast Brewery. And, uh, thank you so much for having us again, guys. Yes, it's been thank great. You. Oh, thank you for coming. This has been amazing. Thank you. Here we go.
you guys so much. Uh, thank you for everyone listening. And uh, have a blessed day. Thank you so much for coming in. This was fantastic. We loved it. And really looking forward to seeing you guys tonight. Thanks for taking this time out of your schedule for us. Anytime. Thank you very we much. We had the best time. Thank you. Yes. And you guys really do rock live. Holy cow. Wow. <laughs> Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. Thank you.
My advice to you, start drinking heavily. It's the best local station. Time to hit the button! Wave Radio Boston. Internet radio for the cassette generation. Estaba acostumbrado, pelo mañoso, mañoso. Nunca cargue con dinero, pero a como le gusta beber. 
Cuidado, llego el diablo cabronao A que mato descarado Lo grandote tiene de abuso Y hasta lo torió. Nos vemos, Reza, y nos vemos.
divertido sin parar de trabajar No me dan ni una ventaja pero tus ojos me delatan Y por esa bailar me vuelves a rechazar Baby, tus besos voy a robar Tanto tiempo atrás tus huesos he andado por ahí Me eres indiferente sin dejar de sonreír Y te pones a bailar me vuelves a rechazar Largas y jamás te dices no y te pones a bailar Me vuelves a rechazar Baby, tus besos voy a robar back to Rick's Rock Shop. We just had faces, I mean dentists, live here in the studio. It was awesome. It was so much fun. And right now I have my daughter Emma and her friend Alex here joining me for the rest of the show, I hope. You guys want to say hi? Hi. hi. <laughs> um, Alex, let me see. You are, is that a yellow cord you have on yours? Where? Yes. Yes. Could yes. you, okay. I think your vocals are a little low. No. You can just hop onto mine. Yeah, there you go. You're good. Okay. No, it's funny. You, it's um. I guess we're Yeah, we'll just. Sh yeah, I'm not sure what's happening here because I. Th okay. No, yeah. We'll yeah. Turns. Okay, and then we'll move you around to the other side of the table at the at the next break. Okay, cool. And so, we just had a whole bunch of songs there because we were saying goodbye to the band, and um, we kind of got rid of the break there. So here we are. And I'd like to tell you the last few songs you listened to. And Alex is going to help me with this because he claims to be able to pronounce Spanish words. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so can you tell us what the last song was? Uh, the last song was Los Santismos Snorkels uh, by La, Resiste La Resistida. It's uh, actually the oh, other sorry, way around. Oh, sorry, the other way around. Yeah, other way around. Yeah, you would, yeah. 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 Uh, and then it was uh, the Froys saying Spit Me. Yep. Uh, Los Vendors uh, saying, er, yeah, 
Los Fenders, and then El Diablo Encabronao. Do you know what that word means? Encabronao. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Something about the devil. Uh, El Diablo, yeah. That's the devil. Encabronao, I don't know. Now this Portuguese, is, actually. Oh, it does. Yeah. Now, this is the one I want to hear, because this, right. this is just crazy. Yeah, so this is Los Aztecados, and then El Extraño Fenomeno Meteorologica de lo que se llama La Niebla de Primavera. That was incredible. You did that so well. Wow, thank you so much. <laughs> Do you have any idea what that means? Uh, yeah, I just need to take it piece of piece. So, it's yeah. el extra so Extraño Fenomeno means like the amazing phenomenon meteorologico or sorry that's meteorologica is like meteor meteorological yeah. uh and then de lo que se llama is like like by what it's named of and then oh, okay. la niebla prima la niebla primavera i think is the cloud of spring i might be like oh cool translating that all wrong sure but yeah, yeah. uh then the desperados forbidden love and then los monstruos i or hey hey monstruo Wow. Yeah. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. Very cool. And then before that, we had, yeah, yeah, you got it. Mm -hmm. um, I just wanted to go through a couple of these real quick. Uh, let me see here. Uh, Los, Los Santisimos Snorkels, they're from Puebla, Mexico. So um, we do have a lot of Mexican bands on here today because of, of the nature of the show. Um, who else? Uh, the Desperados, uh, Los Arriscados are from Mexico City. Los Benders are from Monterrey, Mexico, and um, we do have some Mexican-American artists, but this set was pretty heavy on bands actually from Mexico, mm -hmm. so very cool. Um, Emma, what did you think of the live show? I liked it. They performed live really well. Is my mic on? Yes, I can hear you very clearly. Oh, God, I can't hear myself <laughs> talk right now. Oh, you can't? Okay. They, they perform really well. I don't know where the video goes from that but the whole um show was recorded so i don't know the guitarist had a lot of personality mm -hmm. oh. the uh, video will go onto our youtube channel so if you're on youtube and you search for wave radio boston you will um find all of the previous shows the bands that have played here most bands play around a full set you know half hour to 45 minutes and um we put them up on on YouTube and you can watch them and uh, it's a really good way to learn about local bands and uh, you know maybe see who you want to go see live and uh, who you want to go to band camp and hear more of them buy buy their music which would be great support support the bands it's always very important um, touring is not uh, inexpensive costs quite a bit of money nowadays to go on tour and so buy their music go to their shows buy their t-shirts etc etc um, Alex, did you enjoy the show? Yeah, I thought it was amazing. I love watching, uh, you know, bands play live. I like mm -hmm. watching, I like, like just looking at like the guitar player and seeing what they're yeah. doing. So I think it's really interesting. I thought it was really good too. I think they played, um, it, it, it must be funny for a band to play in front of three people, but they played like they were playing to a, a full crowd. And I, th I thought that was really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Um, I'm going to get back into some music here. We're going to try to get as much as we can in with the remaining time that we have. And so this is a band called Los Nerds. There you go. It's about uh, engineering students at Northeastern. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the song is called Washboard.
cuánto tiempo va a pasar para que pueda mejorar. Todos somos víctimas de un estado confiscado, con un gobierno involucrado en las ganancias del de narco. Es una nación podrida con la población herida. México. Son sicarios, muérdete la lengua que hay 30 muertos en Veracruz. Es todo un placer y orgullo saber que el turno es tuyo. Que quizás mañana ya no llegues vivo a tu casa. Siembre con tus manos la hierba al sonoro rugir del cañón y se siembre con tus manos la hierba al sonoro rugir del cañón.
John Anthony from the First Wave. Join me, Pete, and Becca every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern for an old-school morning show in the evening. Some of the things you'll hear on the First Wave include musicians talking about their craft, live musical performances, music news, and more. You'll always hear the best rock music, including independent bands, every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. So join the real radio revolution and say F you to FM with the first wave on Wave Radio Boston.
at 617-829-WAVE or shoot us a text at 617-764-WAVE. I will text you. Welcome back, everybody. We got a party going on here. We got a fiesta for Cinco de Mayo. Emma is with us. Alex is with us. Mike is trying to figure out how a microphone works. Shut up. Um, Shut we up. are going to go to Alex right now because he's going to help us again with the pronunciation of some of what we heard. Alex, take it over. Hi, guys. Uh, so that last song was Sis uh, Malakian singing Abismo Marino. And I should um, add real quickly, he is a... Mexican surf guitar superstar. Mm. You you play guitar. Check this guy out. Okay, yeah. Uh, then bumper is that is that a song? No, okay. that's uh, just <laughs> things <laughs> just things we put in to fill time. His, radio, his radio career <laughs> is already off to a bad start. Fee, fee um, would be the next one. Yeah, fee uh, singing itch. Then uh, oh, it's a long one. I should add that. Um, Fee is from, they're San Antonio based. San Antonio is a big Mexican American city. Uh, actually, Spanish is the primary language in San Antonio. And NPR described Fee as Latina punk at its best. All, all women band, hmm. Fee. And the next one is uh, Los Mustros del Espacio Exterior. And then they sang Una Chica Me Dijo Una Vez, featuring Maria Baracuda. Fantastic. Wow. Rock, soul, and R&B. And um, <laughs> I should have given you the name of the town they're from. Uh, Culiacan, Mexico. C-U-L-I-A-C-A-N. Culiacan. And the album is Invasion de la Onda Agogo. 
No, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm butchering it. I'm butchering it. Okay, and before Los uh, Monstros? Then uh, Chicano Batman singing Black Lipstick. <laughs> there you go. Chicano yeah. Batman. You like that. That's pretty easy. Yeah, very cool. Mm. Emily, you like that song. Yeah, I've heard it before. I'm not sure if it came from you or what, but... It may it, have. It was I a familiar just, sound. I just love that song, and they've got a lot of good songs, and it's a band that's kind of hot right now. Yeah. So hot. So mm. hot. So hot. <laughs> Then uh, Mexican Institute of Sound singing Mexico. So Mexican Institute of Sound is an elect an electronic music project by Mexico City based DJ producer Cam Camilo C A M I L O Camilo Camillo Camillo Lara, and it has over seven million listens on Spotify right now. Hmm. Not bad. Yeah. I feel like I'm listening to the tape version of Rosetta Stone. Learn Spanish in day one. <laughs> <laughs> Flip to side B. Flip to side. It's like a Spanish commercial in Rick's Rock Shop today. Yeah. And and stay tuned for the takeover tonight at seven o'clock. And Mike has yeah, promised us that we're, he's playing it, all Mexican. It's all metal. American. It's all because we're American. And it's American, <laughs> baby. It's all American tonight. English and American. I'm only kidding. I had no. Actually, I have no. I do have. What? It's come on. Look at them, they're so shocked. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've heard my show before. No, I actually don't have anything with uh, any Mexican bands tonight. Shame on you. I don't know. I, I don't oh, play Slayer because... Um, I am playing Slayer. Tommy Araya, he's... he's uh, I think he's Mexican-American. Yeah, he is. There you go. There you go. So you I got do it. have a couple songs with tequila in it. Very mm. good. You that, do? That counts. That counts. Yeah, see, I think that right. counts. Yeah. It's okay, cool. borderline racism, but yeah, I'll take it. I'll do whatever. I'll, I'll play it. You 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 <laughs> obliterate those borderlines sometimes. Uh, <laughs> what else do you want? It's fun. Can't it's take fun. It. Yes, his his show is heavy metal and not PC. No, mm. no. But I do find a way to have respect, though. I mean, that's yeah. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> it's funny. It's I do find. I mean, you, I would. I've never. This is my third year. Mm. I've garnished the attention of bands around the world. I have, you're doing something right. I have celebrity, and in, in, in Rick knows, I have yeah. celebrity and in, in national musician friends. I texted one on the way in today. I'm just trying to catch I, up to him. I never, Although he's never had a live band in the studio. Oh. <laughs> well, after I heard today, not that hard. No, I'm only kidding. No, I'm only kidding. They were No, I just, I have fun on my show. I don't bullshit around. Whatever. It's respectful. You are. You're respectful. I am. I have fun. If you, it's, it's all jokes. It's all satire. We, he and I talked about Kids. that quite a bit. You know, you there's there's a there's a fine line between, you know, what's disrespectful and what's just fun and satire. Yeah, yeah. What's, and what's being around. funny and being mean? Yeah. I I have I, yeah. all honesty. I've actually been very vocal on who I support and what I want to support and right everything from any race to any sexual genre across yeah. the board. If you have a problem with that, you got a problem with me, and you don't want a problem with me. And you also are very active in supporting the Proud Boys too. Well, I am. <laughs> no, you know it was, it was that it was the QAnon rally, and I wasn't too sure they were going to show up, and they did. And they're very nice guys, very lovely. You know what it was? Uh, I had my Hitler uniform on. Oh, and I figured I didn't. I didn't want to clash with the Proud Boys. And I, I think just, I should just go right to music. This is me making fun of it. I'm making fun of them. He's making assholes. Fun. I'm making fun of them. Sorry. <laughs> I don't like any of those people. What was the first song we heard? Uh, the first song oh, was... Oh, sorry, Alex. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> sorry, Rick. I'll see myself. Uh, it was Los Nerds singing Washboard. Very cool. Very cool. Thank you. They're from Hermosilla, Mexico. 
and they're cool. So a lot of the surf bands from Mexico wear the Lucha Libre masks. We've talked yes. about that yeah, before, yeah, 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 which is awesome. I love it. Um, Los and the, and a, lot of those, a lot of those guys too will wear them as like their everyday attire. Of that course, they don't, some guys don't even. Of there's a guy and I forget his name, and you you might know this story. Santos, but was that you just said that or was that him? That was me. That was you. That was not me. I'm like, oh my god, yeah. you threw your voice. Maybe there's a guy who was like so elusive that yeah. no one's ever really seen his face. Interesting. And they, some have claims they've seen his face, but he does his his music. Yeah. And then that's it. And Very they don't cool. even they don't know like like oh yeah pictures of his face and it might be him. So they have he wears his Lucha Libre mask as his yeah. as his everyday attire. Oh, that's crazy. Awesome. I love that. That's crazy. He's so like he's just elusive. Well, um, Los Nerds wear. Like, like picture a box, a cardboard box. Uh, and they wear cardboard boxes over their heads. And they have cartoon faces drawn on them. And they have holes cut out for the mouth. And they have it's like robots. Big, big cardboard um, glasses. And they wear the glasses. Hmm. Very cool. Very cool. I love surf bands and I love Mexican surf bands. They're I think so, their first so song sounded like this. <laughs> I said they cut holes in the mask. Oh, oh, they cut. Oh, sorry. Oh, you, sorry. like you don't listen to Slipknot. <laughs> I do. They're on tonight, actually. Oh, there you go. They're my live set headliner. There you go. See, yeah. every everything you want to throw at me, Rick, I just bring back up and say they're on my show. Bing Crosby uh, on my show. I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Good show today, though. By the way, thank you. I appreciate that. You were killing it. Thank you. Thank Alex, see what I'm doing there? See, I'm shock jocking. The shock jock, Alex. <laughs> Rick killed it. Uh, Emma, we're going to go back to songs. <laughs> Please. I, okay. I don't want to listen to this anymore. <laughs> Alex, do you have anything to add? Uh, no. Yeah, he does. No, no. <laughs> All right. What do we got up next? We have... Oh, there's a good one. I'm oh, this is really cool. This is going out for uh, Mike's best friend, Bruce. <laughs> oh, Bruce. I do love Bruce. This, this is um, Mexracy, if I'm saying that right. So, I don't know if you... you guys know Morrissey from The Smiths? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Are you asking a collective uh, all of us? Or yes. Or just the two young ones in the room? I was asking the two. I figured you knew who Morrissey <laughs> was. It, it's, it's funny. With, with Emma's generation, Emma and Alex's generation, I never know what they know and don't know. Because I'll pick, like, the most obscure artists from the 70s, and they'll know their shoe size. They'll know everything about them. <laughs> they'll know every B-side. And then I'll, oh, that's then, true. I'll, yeah. then I'll mention somebody big, and they'll be like, never heard of them. So, yeah. I, I never heard no. I never know. Well, more I could see like the name Morrissey being a name, but when you say the Smiths, be like mm -hmm. true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, it's well. I I just found this out. Morrissey is revered in Mexico. There's a he's really? like a phenomenon in Mexico. People love him. They love his music. They love Morrissey. Yeah, but and is he as big as Hasselhoff in Germany? Well, I think so. Is it like the I same? Think this is a, that's not a yes. joke. That's that being that yeah. is like the same. Like I think this is the same kind of thing. Really? And so this is. Uh, Mexican artists doing Morrissey songs in Spanish. Oh man, that and sounds this, pretty good. <laughs> this is why you listen to Rick's Rock Shop. This it, nobody else is going to bring you stuff like now? this. Uh, it is Estuvo Bien. Estu, estuvo, estuvo We're bien. We're good. Are we good? I was good. I was good. I was good. Yeah. You'll recognize the song. Let me let me start the song. You'll recognize it. Okay, here we go.
lo que he escrito de ti Las historias y poemas Pero estoy cansado oh, Estoy cansado oh, oh, oh. Pero estuvo bien, estuvo bien Estuvo bien, estuvo bien Pero estuvo bien, estuvo bien Estuvo bien 
Radio Boston. What are you people? On dope?
Welcome back to Rick's Rock Shop. I'm fiddling with my headset, trying to get it back on here. Uh, so I'm going to turn it over to Alex. He's going to read you some of the songs you just heard. Okay. Alex, go for it. Yes. Uh, above the break note. Yes, we're going to start with okay. Los... Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, this is his first time. Sorry, he spent, sorry. It, His radio career now is, I think, 15 I minutes. Am I making you nervous? I 15 minutes. Sorry. I don't want to make anyone nervous here. No, no, we're good. You're doing uh, Okay, so it was Los Elásticos uh, singing Black Cat, and that was a live performance, because this is in vivo. love the way he pronounces these things. Wow. Yeah. Uh, um, I should say real quick, they are more uh, Luce Libre... Um, Wrestling Masks, uh, band from Mexico City. Uh, then Los Odio singing El Ultimo. What does Los Odio mean? Any idea? No. I've heard the word before. Yeah, I have no clue. But I don't remember what it is. That is from their self-titled debut back in 2009. Hmm. Uh, then Bumper singing On Dope. Nope. Bumper is um, the break between songs. Oh, there you go. Oh, my bad. Sorry. And Mike is not making fun of you, so he must be not paying attention. He's not paying attention. Mm. There you go. When you're a celebrity, <laughs> I'm trying to text my celebrity friends. Over here. Yeah, there you go. Right, right, right. L.A. talk. L.A. Talk. You wouldn't understand. It's a Valley Girl thing. Yeah. Uh, then it was Los Dug Dugs singing Cambia Cambia. They are Mexican garage rock pioneers. They go way back to um, the 60s, late 60s, early 70s. And uh, they were really very influential for the Mexican garage rock and rock movement. And then it was Mex Rissi. Hope I pronounced that right. Uh, Better singing, than I did. Uh, Estuvo Bien. And earlier we played uh, the Mexico Institute of Sound, Mexican Institute of Sound not that long ago. Mex Rissi was started by him. So it's him, and then he kind of cherry-picked uh, Mexican musicians when he performs Mexican Institute of Sound, he's often on the stage by himself. Um, but he wanted to have a live band with this, and uh, it's been a big hit. And they've played they've played in New York, L.A. Um, they played in a number of different festivals. They've played in the U.K., uh, which is interesting because that's where Morrissey's from. So they sold out a couple shows in, in the U.K., which is pretty cool. Um, so we were talking during the break about music that you guys are listening to, and you were talking about you just bought a Black Sabbath album on vinyl. Yeah, I Which did. one did you buy? I bought Paranoid. Oh, I, I love that record. Time. Love that record. There is hope for the youth, Mike. There is. There's yeah. hope. I love it. I love it. That is that's probably my favorite album of all time. Really? Yeah, hmm. absolutely. Yeah, Emma Kenneta, She. I've been talking about it for years. Yep. I'm, not see, just, of, I'm not just saying that right now. Out of all the Sabbath albums or of like of all time? Of all time. Yeah. Yeah. I think mine for Sabbath is volume four. That's probably my favorite Sabbath Oh, really? Album. Yeah. I'd love Masters of Reality, too. Oh, that's another one. Yeah. yeah. Black Sabbath, the original. Let's, uh, we can go on and on for hours about this. Oh, yeah. 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 Kiss Destroyer, my favorite Kiss album. Mm. Who was your favorite Metallica one? And Justice for All. Mm, I like Hands Death on. Magnetic, personally. I like Ride the Lightning. No. I haven't heard the new one. I don't Alex, know how it is. Alex, you, just, you, you lost me at Death Magnetic. You don't like it? No. Really? No. Nope. <laughs> Anything after '91 in Metallica was uh, Metallica no. was the the self titled one, right? It was the black, the black, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. one's good. And they had uh, Kill 'Em All, uh, Ride the Lightning, Ride the Lightning, mm. Master, Puppets, Master Puppets, and Justice for All, yeah. were like the four, Favorite. like the pillars of yeah. the one that got me into Metallica was Unforgiven Three, and then all right, I think I don't remember which one, which album that was on. I think that was. I think it might have been Death Magnetic. Yeah, I think the way. I think yeah. you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. then I just listened to that, and then I listened to the other ones as well. Nice. 
Yeah, I mean, I shouldn't say that. That's a good album. That was a, what was the one with uh, was it Saint Anger with the the tinny. Yes, the, oh. the the drum sound. Yeah, so they made up terrible. for Death Magnetic. That was like their mm. their kind of comeback album again. And then what was the album they took the bass off of? That was with Jason Newstead. They just cut him out. Oh, uh, it must have been that Saint Anger album. No, because Robert Trujillo was with them. I think. No, yeah. I don't know. Either way, yeah. Sorry, no. I interrupted. I missed the no. whole process up here. Emma, what are you listening to right now? I'm desperately looking for new stuff. So I don't really. Know, being being here is nice because I'm just listening to new stuff for a full like two hours, but mm-hmm. I'm searching, I'm looking hard, I'm not finding too much. You can uh, add add dentist to your Spotify playlist. Your, yeah, your, maybe I will. Yeah, I like I, their song. <laughs> That's a good song. Yeah, by dentist. They, act, they they said <laughs> they they were great. They were awesome. They said they said don't ask us the question where'd you get the name for the band because they said we don't have a good answer. It was either between yeah. that or anesthesia. Oh, that's a <laughs> that's a that's a Metallica song. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Anesthesia. Pulling teeth. Anesthesia. Pulling teeth. Yeah. Keeps coming back around to Metallica, doesn't it? Hmm. Thanks a lot, Alex. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, anything else? Before we go into the next, so so we're in borrowed time right now. We are in. Um, so my show goes to six. Mike starts at seven, and there's this hour in between where Mike can come here and sit at the console, get onto the software, get onto the computers, and set up his show. And so the longer I talk, the longer I play music, the less time <laughs> he has to set up. I have, I've been uh, guilty, yes, of sitting here talking with Rick, yes, numerous times, yes. And sat down on that desk and had 15 minutes to do my entire show. And I banged it out with about five minutes to spare. <laughs> I don't like doing that. <laughs> I, don't I, think like that I think that was one of the days where I thought I put the, uh, the intro in and I, I didn't. So. I once set up a show in 15 minutes. That's my, that's my best time so far. When I first started, it took me like an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> well, you would hear yeah. it like mid, mid, what, I was like midnight. You hear it at uh, noon. Yeah, for my four o'clock start. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, was, I used to do that. I, I had no one before out. me and after I me. I used to do that. Come in early, uh, stay late. Now I got this before me and come after me. So I'm really getting the screw the pooch here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know what to add to that. Uh, back to music. I'm trying to figure out what's, what song is going to come on next. I'm looking at this here. Mm, I might cut some out because uh, I have some songs I really want to play before I hand over everything to Mike. And um, we are over time because we had an awesome band in the studio. Uh, we had uh, dentists, as we mentioned many times, and they're at Faces Brewing Company tonight in Malden at 8 o'clock. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to kick the music off. We're going to go to another surf song here. Uh, we're going to go with um, Los Explosivos. Is that okay? Yeah. Uh, Barracuda. Nice. It was a bonus track from that record, no. but I like it. I don't know. Bonus track or not, I'm, it's the one I'm playing. And uh, we'll see what else I put on here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get rid of a few things. Here we go.
Hey, you, wake up. It's time to listen to Rick's Rock Shop. That was a band called Austin TV, and uh, I'm really excited about them. I just think they're wicked cool. But they've been around for a while. That record was from 2011. And uh, Alex, it's the circled one right here. If you could read that for me, <laughs> you can have it. Alex, read, por favor, en español. Austin TV. Mijito. Oh, yeah. Okay. Austin TV, El Hombre Pánico. And then. The album title? Yeah. Caballeros del Albedrío. Yeah. Okay. El hombre panico sounds like the panicked man or something yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, that's what it is. Oh, El okay, cool. Panico. All right. I gotta ask. Uh, are yes. you are you Spanish? No, I'm I'm Greek. <laughs> yeah, but the that kind of do what? I didn't see that curveball coming. No, nah, no, nah, the language is <laughs> like I. Greek it's kind of the same. It rolls off the tongue. Well, Greek was my first language, so then it's yeah, like yeah. English and then Spanish is like pretty. So he's similar. basically using you for your for an accent. Absolutely. Ah, Absolutely. Voiceover. Hundred percent. You win some music. Hundred percent. Well, they're they're in school. They're learning. You know, right. they're learning things. Stay from my show. Learn and some more stuff. There are lessons that you learn in the classroom, and then there are lessons you learn in life. There's and I'm teaching smart. them the lesson that you use right. people for what they. <laughs> What's that movie, Tommy Boy, with Chris Farley? And he says the two types of smart. There's book smart, which waved bye bye to you long ago. That's me. <laughs> and the street smart. That's what I have. Street smart. Yeah, I don't like books. <laughs> Emma knows that. I couldn't read her story that she brought in that book that day. I couldn't read that damn thing. <laughs> what was that? I think I asked him to read something out of an Amish oh, love story. Oh, that's, yes. <laughs> you still have it. it by the way, how is that going? Yeah. It's going great. 
The Elmish yeah, I'm Romance. On, I'm on page three. <laughs> oh, wow. That's can't get, quick I progress. I can't get past the sheep. <laughs> mm. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, know if, I don't know if all our listeners out there know or not, but there, there is a whole subgenre of, of fiction, which are Amish romance stories. Don't look at me. Why is it a look at me? I, oh, oh, great. Thanks, Rick. To check those out the library. I volunteered the library. So, and, and people, <laughs> people donate books. And you would be shocked at how often Amish romance novels come through. And then I looked in the library itself, and they have a section of Amish romance novels. Wow. Yep. We should listen to an audiobook one time. Absolutely mm. not. Mm. I'll record one. I'll record one. Oh, that'd be fun. I will record one chapter of that book, and I will send it out. But I want, I want you to do every voice. I will. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Deal. Mm. Deal. Very cool. Very cool. Um, we also heard... Did I say everybody? Oh, d no. Los Explosivos and Barracuda. That was the bonus track we had mentioned um, coming into this, into this set. And uh, usually our sets are three or four songs, but we're cutting it short because... We are going to hand the reins over to Mike. So this is the guilt last all the break. Time. This is the last break. Well, we, we're, we're going over. I'm going over. I'm uh, allowing it. I'm not rushing you. You I, are not I, rushing I, me. I no. think you had a great show, no. and I want to let you end it the way you want to end it. But let's end it right now because yes. I want to get off. And see, he's, he's, he's being very <laughs> diplomatic right now because we have other people in the studio. If, if uh, they weren't here, he would be an ogre. <laughs> he would be. He would I would be, be simply, irate. He would be simply an, uh, an ogre to me. So. If you so, uh, I'll, I'll plug my show now. Yes, that if your yeah, listeners want to tune in tonight. Yep, I have um, a new feature artist featuring a band called Bad Savage out of Philadelphia. Okay, they're a mix of thrash metal, like old school thrash metal, and the Ramones. Oh, that's it's good. a really weird mix. But they that. sound awesome. Yeah, I have uh, my endorsement. And I back of the ball have a new feature that we're bringing back called the Ball of Fame, which means he puts out, um, it was between Bark at the Moon and Over the Mountain by Ozzy. Oh. And we have a winner, so the winner gets picked by voting from our fans, from our 140,000 fans. They <laughs> voted. Listen, we have hear, a him, song. hear him dropping that M of the way he got yeah. Casually just drop the numbers. We have, uh, we have a winner, so no we shame. have our Ball of Fame is back, and it'll be played tonight on air, so I'll have them listening tonight. I'll take Over the Mountain. Yeah, <laughs> I had to think. Put your vote I had to think. Put your vote because I, um, I love I love Bark at the Moon too. And I am I am gonna say a little piece because Rick, you know where I stand on this about the wonderful folks. I love these people so much, and I really oh, with the am, Grammys. I'm I'm. I'm He's gonna talk about the Grammys. No, no. About those fine folks in Cleveland at the Hall of Fame. Oh, at the Hall of Fame. I That's really, what you meant. I yes. really want to give Sorry. them my accolades and tell them how happy I am with. The, what the service they've done for the music community. So make sure you guys tune in and hear what I have to say to them because <laughs> I'm sure you're going to hate me even more yeah. when you tune in. <laughs> no Maiden I have, again. I have a no, lot to say about the Hall of Fame. No Iron Maiden again. But don't worry. Only the sell, boss will speak up for us. Only sell 10 gazillion albums and are extraordinarily influential and have a multiple decades long career. But no, no. But don't worry, no, Kate no Bush place. is in. No place. <laughs> the Missy Elliott's in. Don't worry about it. See, I, I can't do it now. 7 o'clock, the takeover. <laughs> the best hard rock and heavy metal show on air today. You guys can stay tuned and uh, check it out. Thanks for stopping in, Mike. And if you don't check it out, I don't care. <laughs> You're dead to me. Good show, though. Good show. And Emma, Thanks. Alex, well done today. Running the, you were, you were like roadies, producers today. You guys are kicking we, ass all over the place. They walked in at like 
four three fifty five and Pete grabs Emma as she's walking in the door and takes her over and shows her how to run the cameras. So nice. they they were working since since they got here. I mean if John Anthony can do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then Alex is is my translator, my uh yeah. vocal coach. Did a well well job. By the way, job well yeah. done. They're welcome back anytime they want. My show is always open. You guys want to sit in my show anytime? Come on in. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. They're like, well, never going to be a show. We're never going to be on a show ever. You have to, you have to study up on metal, though, to be on a show. No, not really. I, I, I have fun. I, I make you feel like you know everything about metal. So, Emma, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> so, Emma, Alex, what did, what did you uh, think about today's experience? Are you having a good time? Uh, I mean, I always like being here, so yeah. nothing new with that. Seeing, nothing new. Seeing live performance in the studio was cool. Yeah. I usually see it just sit. So that was yeah. cool. That was mm-hmm. new. Um, I love looking back and forth when you guys banter. <laughs> I think that's really fun. Um, it's like being at a tennis match. Yes. That's mm-hmm. what I feel like. I'm getting a little dizzy. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I like being here. We try not to fight in front of the kids though. <laughs> hey, I'll come at me. I'll come over there. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought it was a really cool experience. My first time in a radio show. Cool. So I had fun, especially like seeing the... Uh, Behind the scenes, uh, the live show, the first chord kind of scared me. I didn't mm-hmm. think it was going to be that loud, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you definitely get more of the experience like that. It's uh, it's pretty much what you would see live in the in a, in a club. We encourage the bands to tr- try to put on the same kind of show because this is going to live for a long time on YouTube and Spotify and everywhere else. And some bands come in and yeah, it must be a little odd playing to one or two or three people and looking, you know, but some come in here and they play as if they're in front of an arena full. And we had that today with dentist. I think I liked when he was rolling on the floor. That was cool. Yeah, that was, yeah. <laughs> was he on fire? Stop, <laughs> drop and roll. Stop, drop and roll. Yeah. He went down with his guitar to get some feedback off mm-hmm. of the floor amp. And then he stayed <laughs> he there fell. for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think he fell. I think he was, what a good was talent. I think he was on purpose. He's like, hey, can you hear feedback? He falls over. You have a dog. You know, you have a dog. You know when you take your dog out for a walk and it drops on the grass and does that grass itching back thing. That's usually me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And your dog stands there like, what the fuck? The dog shits the neighbor's lawn. (laughs) Oh, it's a dog. I do it one time. They're like, oh my god, call the local authorities. The guy's a menace. (laughs) Who's gonna pick that up? <laughs> I have a girlfriend too. That's a sad thing. <laughs> you really got to feel for her. I know. I know. I'm a horrible human being. And the funny thing is, he was saying how he doesn't like to read. She is the the most voracious reader I've ever met in my life. She's insane. She's a, yeah. she's an insane person. She is. But I love her. I, I love Aaron. reading and writing. Aaron, I hope you're listening. She's a very cool person. She's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. She's working. She's working. She's working. Where does she work? We're vamping now. Now he's now he's just he's delaying the inevitable of ending the show. She's a yeah. nanny, full time nanny. Oh, okay. Big I was time. wondering. We're, we're big time in the. You know when you're when you hit our status, Be, Rick. So she's a full <laughs> she's a full time nanny. So besides yeah. taking care of you, what does she do? <laughs> she volunteers little people. <laughs> no, she does. Touché, she, her touché. family's great. Her the family she works for is great. Cool. They're they're very supportive of her, and her, everyone supports me, which I is weird. Because right. they know all about my show. And they're like, oh, boy, it's, it's I'm odd. just trying to figure out some way to wrap this up. I, I can't think I can't think of a, of a nice, succinct, logical conclusion. I'm just going to say uh, 
thank you to everybody tuned in today. I hope you really enjoyed listening to Dentists Live from the studio. It was a lot of fun for us. First time we had a live band on this show. And uh, I have to thank Pete and Prosty and Alex and Emma and everybody who was here oh, you're helping out with it. Mike was not here. He came in after it was I, over. I will say, I, and then you can end with this, and I'll, and I'll joke on the side because I know I've been joking a lot, but seriously, when I walked in, the first thing I said was, you killed it. And thank like, you. And, sure. and I, I will be very vulgar, but you fucking killed it today. You held it together. Your, your questions are on point. It's very tough having a band sitting here yeah. and trying to run a show and interview and have them play and know... And yet, be at the ready. So if they can't play or something happens, you have to go to a show. And yeah, you, you weren't frazzled. You didn't sound like you were delayed on air for your first time having abandoned. Thank you. You killed. Thank it. You. Seriously, I'll draw aside. You you killed. It. You did an awesome show. I I'm really, happy for the show. It was awesome, man. I really appreciate that. It was interesting because I've been in here for live bands before on the first wave. Right. And sometimes I've sat at the mic like you guys are, um, but I've never really done anything. You know, I kind of just stand in a corner, and then when the band's being interviewed, I sit on a mic, and I contribute a word here or there. But actually running this stuff, Pete, God bless him. I don't yeah. know how he does it. It's so yeah. many things to keep in mind and, and buttons to press and everything else. And but, you know, you, but you did great. You did awesome today. Seriously, you, you did great. You, you were, you were from, from the, right off the start, you were good. You didn't, you didn't lose Thank any you. steam. You, were, you kept it alive. You did good. And as a person who sits there and does this stuff all the time, I, you know, I'm a little more vocal about what I think <laughs> things go wrong, but you, you were awesome. You seriously, you were Thank awesome. you. For your first time, I know it was probably nerve wracking, but you, you killed it. It was nerve wracking. Yeah. yeah. You did great. You did great. I, I think being drunk really helped. No, it does. <laughs> yeah. It does. Yeah. I recommend that to anybody out there listening. You, you yeah. Know, get drunk and host a show. Just get drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get hammered. All right. Well, you know we always go out on a surf rock song, right, Mike? At this point in time. Every time. Every Is every it a half an hour? Is it a live version? It is. <laughs> it is. Uh, uh, it's a long. Mexican band doing Inagata de Vida. <laughs> extended, <laughs> extended version. Extension version. Um, Estacion. <laughs> it's a band called Telecrimen and uh, Alex. M-A-G-I-A. M-A-G-I-A. Magia? Mag Magia? Oh, yeah, yeah, Magia. Yeah, Magia, Magia. Magia Negra. What's that mean? Like Black Magic. Black Magic. Oh, very cool. Okay, so uh, I will see you all next week. We're going out on Black Magic. <laughs>